Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Set Your Expectations. This is the show, the podcast, if you will, where we cover a different aspect of life every week with a different special guest. I'm Joe Gerger, your host, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Josh. Josh, who do we have today? Well, Joe, today we have Derek Thompson. He is the co-owner and operator of Weatherby Roofing here in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, he sat down and talked to us about what it was like exactly to uh, start his own business, how he got into roofing, uh, why he likes doing it so much, and just all in all what it's to be an entrepreneur and so young. Uh, I thought it was super interesting, and I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. So uh, let's get ready to set your expectations. shingles for a living okay and you have your own company or uh, I do I do okay what's it called we are Weatherby Roofing Weatherby can you spell that for me w-e-a-t-h-e-r-b-e-e okay so is it all one word or is it a... it is one word okay okay and really then... caught up in the semantics of that word well, well because the, from the first time I heard it I was trying to picture if it was like weather bee or I just like imagine a bee made of clouds well the first time I heard it was like stingers and lightning and I was like, I wonder if the listeners are going to have the same problem. But, uh, so what do you, like, how long have you been doing it for? I, I personally, without the company, have been roofing for uh, eight years. Okay, when did you start with uh, Weatherby? Uh, we founded that the beginning of 2016. Um, who, like, when you say we, who else involved in that? That would be me. I am, I am the, uh, I guess you would say the COO, and there's the, my partner is the CEO. Okay. And that would be like the, the equivalent of a president, vice president. So like were you were you close with the like your partner before this or is that just somebody else? We worked together for four years under another contractor and uh, everything kind of started going downhill with this with this other contractor and we kind of decided to mop things up and really do it our Well when you first started you said it was about eight years ago. How old are you now? I am twenty five. 25. Okay, so you started, what, you started, you weren't even 18 yet? No, I wasn't 18. It, it, it technically wasn't, it wasn't legal. Okay. Well, uh, how did you get into the profession, really? Like, what made you start doing it? Uh, I was 17 years old. I had just bought a, uh, a 1961 Volkswagen Beetle, and I really needed some money for car parts. Yeah. Hell yeah. That old story. Yeah. How, how, did the, uh, how did the opportunity come? Uh, I had a friend who was roofing, and uh, his company was really, you know, it's in this line of work, it's really hard to find good help. And, you know, a lot of times people, it's sometimes a mistake, but reach out to their close friends, hey, can you come in and help? You know, it, it pays. Make sure, you know, make sure I take care of you. And uh, I went in, and I stuck around. Well, that's cool. What were you doing? Like, were you doing any work before that was, like, something different? I think I was, I think before I went to roofing, I was spinning wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> was that your first job? Uh, no, no. I uh, when I was thirteen, I was uh, I was slanging these uh, these ads in newspapers at uh, Michigan International Speedway for NASCAR. Really? <laughs> okay. Did you ever fix the the beetle up? I did. I, I fixed the beetle up, and, I, and then I got another beetle, and I tried to fix that one up, and then and I sold the beetles, and <laughs> got some other stuff, and the cycle goes on. Hell yeah. 
Okay, so as a as a roofer, now when people ask you what what are you, do you just say you know you are a roofer? Yeah, that's that's I say I'm a roofer. Okay, um, what would you say the biggest misconception people have about that is when they hear you say that? The biggest misconception I would think would be everyone immediately thinks you either have some kind of habit or you don't have a driver's license or you have some kind of that you're that you're a shady character. Yeah. So like. Kind of like going, I guess, hand in hand to where you said like, oh, how you got into it in the first place? Like you needed money for car parts. Like yep. you go. So that's what people always think. Like, oh, you you doing it because you need to? Now. Yeah, you must be in a pinch. You know, okay. you're roofing houses, break, you know, back breaking work. You must you must have. It must not be something, something that you want to do. This must be exactly okay. Something you have to do. So, um, do you feel like you have like job security? I do. I, I, the 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 contract the the builder I've been working for has had solid building going on for the past twenty years. I mean, there's houses going up two a week, and he's just constantly buying land, developing, and just just slapping them up. So tell me, like, obviously this contractor contracts work out to lots of different roofing companies, right? Nope. Oh, just you. It is. It is just I. Okay. Um, are you? Do you guys have a a contract? together where you guys are only allowed to work with each other? No, well, there wouldn't even, there's, realistically, there isn't even time for side work anymore. Okay. Um, uh, we do all new construction, and it's, we chase about anywhere from a dozen to 15 framing crews, depending if they, uh, if the builder decides to sub some out to like Carter or Home Depot or something to, to maybe get some crews in there to slap them up a little quicker. But, uh, I mean, we're chasing them all the time. So as far as job security goes, I mean, as long as they're building, I'm yeah. right on their roof. <laughs> so if if somebody came to you with another job, uh, in like let's say it was a one day job, would it just not be worth your time? Or no, not necessarily. Um, we fit them in when we can because my line of work really heavily relies on word of mouth. Okay. So I actually just did a a tear off and a re roof right over on Watson. Off of, I believe that's Burdan. Okay. And that was a, that was an in out. Uh, it was probably twelve hours, but it was an in out, and it, it was worth my time for sure. Well, how big how big is your team? Like, how many people work under you? There is well, currently right now it's uh, my partner is actually taking some time off, and it's just it's me, and I have two guys under me right now. All right, so three men got a whole thing done in twelve hours, huh? The whole roof done. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a, a pretty small house. Our, our new construction houses are usually about two days, two and a half days. Okay. So what is your um, when your partner takes time off? What like what does that mean for your schedule? Um, it, nothing really changes. It's there's there's not really a strict schedule. I mean there's there's a basic understanding that you're there at at you know a a, a decent time. You know right. don't don't expect everyone else to show up at seven. You're going to show up at nine forty five and mm-hmm. be amped and ready to go. You know that's yeah. It's just not how it works. But as far as this line of work, we're not really so strict with that. There's no time punching. There's no time card. You know, there's no no slap on the wrist if you're 10 minutes late. But I believe that's mainly because we get paid and I pay by the square. I don't I don't pay my guys by the hour, so they get paid on their production. Oh, okay. So if they show up and they're not putting in work, they're not getting paid. Essentially, the point is like it doesn't cost if you're if you're trying to work. You coming here to try to milk a clock is not gonna. Oh, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. It doesn't exist. I mean, uh, even before the shingles get laid, there's you know there's felt paper, there's metal work to be done, and unfortunately, that's all as part of the package deal. If you show up and you prep the house but you don't lay shingles, you didn't get paid. That's pretty cool. Uh, oh, it's it's 
it, it creates a, a driving force for sure. Yeah, I mean that's definitely relatable to sales, which is like what I do. Like it's of course, with like commission. You know, your cars, right? right? Yeah, yeah. If you like sit down and don't you know sell anything, you're not gonna get paid what. You oh, yeah, you can sit on your thumbs all day and exactly. be comfortable, but paycheck won't be there. Gotta finish what you start. So imagine that I don't know anything about roofing, and I just see. Imagine that you don't know anything. About <laughs> I absolutely know nothing about roofing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I kind of half like have seen a roof. Had a had a property one time that I was like running, and there was a problem with the roof, and I climbed up there and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> so like. Run me through a typical day at your work. All right. So say say we've started a new house. We pull up. You know, it's it's well. You know what? All right. Let's start with me waking up. So I get up. Okay. I'll decide. You know, it's it's six a.m. I'm gonna have a nice coffee. I'll make some coffee. I'll go out, get in the van, fire it up, get to the job. Do you have a, Do you have the? Don't want to derail this subject too much, but do you have a work van? I do have a work van. I actually I just got a uh, 2012 Transit Connect. I've scored it at six thousand miles on it. I got it for like fifteen grand. Now that's something because you you're the COO. Is that something that you had to go out yourself, or did you get it under the business name? No, that's I did that I did that myself because at the time I was a uh, I was a 1099 contractor okay. and I was able to write off my down payment and all my payments until the end of the tax season. Hell yeah. So I was able to do that, and that, that really helps because uh, being a 1099 contractor, Uncle Sam wants 15% flat yeah. rate of what you make at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, it's rough. Uh, it is rough, and, especially yeah. if, if, you don't, if you don't have the cash. Right. Um, so, so okay, so so you, you, get, you have your work band, you get your coffee, you get going. Yep, so so we pull up, say, you know, it's this time of the year, so the roof might be a little frosty, it might be a little wet. Right. Um, we'll set up some ladders, we'll, we'll yank the compressor out, you know, and we'll get all of our tools allocated, ready to go, and uh, throw on the tool belts. We'll go up, we'll take up some felt paper with us. You go up there, get it all blacked in, we call it, or dried in. And uh, after that, you go down, grab your drip edge, throw on all your metal work, and then you put on a, uh, an ice, ice and water barrier. Make sure it's tucked under your felt paper so you get a nice uh, water lap. Run your valleys in, do the same with your felt paper, make sure it's all lapped. And then uh, usually we'll go down then, guys will take a breather, uh, recollect themselves, maybe have a snack or something, climb up back up on the roof, and that's when the shingles, that's when the magic happens. <laughs> Is that your favorite part? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's when you can... Uh, because you get paid for production, you know, you can you can break down the math, okay, this is what I make a square, that's three bundles. I can lay a bundle in, you know, ten minutes. Okay. What can I make in so an that's hour? That's when you're getting paid the most too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only time we're getting paid. Oh really? Everything else is just a setup. Yeah, it, it's part of the it's part of the package deal of of the whole square okay. the square pay. Makes sense. So, uh, what's the hardest part? The hardest part? Uh Honestly, having having a non-walkable roof, some people it doesn't bother them, but having to set up jacks and boards and and it, it, it's a whole nother setup process. It, it's completely different from being able to get up there, walk it, tote all your tools around, and you know float around on it. You know when when you when you have to jack and board it, honestly, it's you're 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 carrying up planks, you're moving shingles. It's really it becomes a strategic kind of how can I do less work but get more done kind of deal. No, it sounds awful. It, it is awful. Did you ever have a fear of heights? I do have a fear of heights. <laughs> so, man, yes. So do I. And I'm <laughs> thinking about this. Like, just having this conversation is kind of is eating at me a little bit. No, no, no. The, the, don't be fooled. It, 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 it's just the money. Like, ro- roller coasters, man, 
people people give me flack all the time, but like the power tower, you would never you'd never see me up there. <laughs> Terrified of heights. More lately, I started going up on, on some more of them, but oh man, I hate them too. I hate heights. It's funny you have the opposite. Like I'll ride any roller coaster because I know I'm safe. I won't. I hate climbing. You know you're safe. I know I'm safe. Do you know you're safe? <laughs> I mean, hundreds of thousands of people ride those things in a year, and no one dies except that guy who got his head kicked off. But that's a whole. That's a whole different thing. That is. I, what was it? That guy was going to get his sunglasses or his cell phone. Cell phone. Jeez. That's so jacked up too. I don't think that even falls into the same. It does not. Thing. Um. So the answer to this question might like be a little sour, depending because of this time of year. But are you always working weather depend or is it weather dependent? It's. I mean, it's really. I mean, it depends on how bad you want it. Uh, what was that? Two years ago, when we had that crazy winter with yeah. like three feet of snow. Yeah. I was out there every day. I mean, I you go out there with a push broom and a snow shovel and. You, you clean it off the best you can and you get going. I mean, most of the that moving was, materials. The beginning of 2014, I think. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it was like the craziest in 30 years or something. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was the record since it beat 78 out, but 78 fell all at once, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're out there and, and most of the roofing materials are black, so you, you kind of just pray that the sunlight hits it and heats them up and, you know, maybe gets rid of some of the frost. But I mean, rain, <laughs> rain is one thing. Rain, rain will get you wet and ruin your day. Snow kind of doesn't really do that so much. So what what is your least favorite condition? Is it wind? Wind? Oh, wind is oh. just horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. So so I'm just between that and the heat, like because there's no like there's no shade in the roof. You're at the very, no no no, the no. And of this building. It's an easy like 20 degree difference from the ground to the roof. I mean it's oh, it's terrible. I actually I actually had a heat stroke last year. That was exciting. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I I collapsed in a valley and burnt my forehead on some shingles. It was. It was terrible. And then I, <laughs> I called, uh, I called my girlfriend Caitlin, and I guess I was just talking gibberish on the phone. Just Man. had a terrible headache. Couldn't remember anything. And nope. How long were you like uh, out of commission from that? Until uh, the next day. Until <laughs> <laughs> work in the morning. <laughs> man, the well, last man. So, so like, what's the wind condition like? Like when you're up there, like, is it just even more terrifying because... Well, not only is not not only are the stakes higher and it's more terrifying, uh, if if it's not time to lay shingles and you got to roll out cell paper, you have oh, to roll it out, God. I mean, you know, two feet at a time. You roll it out more than six feet and it rips it off. You're just, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The wind, it's like a kite. You're, it, it's gone. That's... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had 40 feet blow off and sail down the road, you know, and have to get, go down, chase it, roll it back up, throw it in the garbage. Oh, my God. Uh, I thought that was terrible. Trying to, like, stick a buyer's guide in the car window. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, 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 wind is, the wind is the epitome of the, is of the worst. I mean, if you're, if you're actually laying shingles, I've gotten slapped in the face, face sliced open from, from you know, the, the corner of a shingle just coming up and, and hitting you with the, the whiplash. I mean, it's, 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 it's not fun. So would you say like your favorite time would be like fall or spring? Fall and spring for sure. I mean, if, if you get a mild enough summer, it's it's all right. But if you're out there and it's you know 100 degrees on the roof, you can't get enough water. Everyone's everyone's just clearly drained. It's it, it really gets demoralizing. But so okay, now I I, I want to like differentiate you and your work ethic from what a general worker or a general roofer's like attitude towards the uh, conditions would be. So like if these types of things are happening, like the wind, snow, rain, heat, those types of things, are you getting a lot of like call offs and a lot less like people show up to the job? You know, it's and I don't mean like necessarily like your current team. I mean like in your eight years of experience, I'm sure you've worked with a lot. Yep. 
So you can say like generally across the board, what is like the worst condition for people to show up in? Like do or do, or are these people always showing up because this they you know they mm-hmm. need um, you know, it, it's funny. There's really two extremes to that. It's but for the most part, people do not want to get wet. That that's the number one thing. I mean, I, I think it's it's pretty pretty well known that once your socks are wet, you're ruined. Yeah. I mean, if you're that's squishing, it's, it's, yeah, your, your day, day is done. Your day's fucked. Yeah, you might as well just go home. So, but then on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's also you know, as the boss, I might not want to come in. It's pouring rain, but you've got that go getter that wants to come in. Hey, I got you. Are we coming to work today? And it's, you know, it's it's hard for me to say no. Yeah, I, you know, I, it, it's hard for me to tell a guy no. You can't earn any money today. I mean, it's one thing if it's a Sunday, but like today, I went out today. I worked probably you know four or five hours with a guy. He wanted to come out, and he said his kids don't get up till noon. You know, mind if I come in for a few hours and and slam? And I said, you know what? Yeah, I'll be out there with you. So we we met up and drank some coffee and roofed a house for a minute. You know, oh yeah, and, and it was all right. But the weather, I mean, you couldn't ask for a more more mild winter. Well, until now, it's actually it's actually pretty heavily snowing outside right now, but oh, it's, it's been all right. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay, so like... I'm not going to enjoy the drive home from here. <laughs> where would you think the best conditions would be for your job? Like, um, in, in America. You know, that's, that is a tough sell. I would say, I would say here, this, the, the pay is right along with the weather. I mean, Asphalt shingles aren't everywhere in the United States. You go out west with ritzier homes, you know, you go to California, you're going to see a lot of clay tiles, you're going to see a lot of slate, a lot of standing seam, metal roof. I mean, asphalt shingles are really the, the one of the lower tiers of quality of roofing. That's why you see it on every house, you right. know. That's, that's the most popular thing here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And I like it here. I, 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 think, I think laying the shingles here is, is, is the prime spot to be, you know. If you go, if you go south... Not to sound it, I know, I know we had the uh, the racist talk. I'm not racist. <laughs> the Mexicans dominate the work down there, yeah. and they and and they pool their money, and they're awesome teams, and that's how they do it. Yeah. And so, if I were to go down there, I wouldn't make, any, I couldn't make any money. So essentially, if you go south, you're you're going up against people with much higher work. Yeah, there might be six guys that are all, you know, they they their family, and they're going to say, hey, let's all slam this part of the house together, and you know, yeah. they're making a thousand dollars you know and they're just splitting their money four ways that's still great money for them and yeah, that's so they're working for less so they just it, it's hard to find anybody that's willing to do for themselves sometimes let alone do with a group so i i couldn't afford to to relocate like that right here is the, is, is the prime deal for me okay so so essentially i guess that kind of answers my question like if i know you said for the south you you it wouldn't be ideal but do you think that your job's worth relocating uh, anywhere else in, in the well, United States? Well, I would like to. I would like to master some other facets of roofing. I would like to do slate. I would like to do the the, the clay tile, and I would like to to be more fluent with the metal roofs as well. And if that was the case, I would love to go out west and and you know do roofs like that and stop doing the the lower quality asphalt shingles and maybe make more money and well cost of living yeah hopefully make yeah. some more money <laughs> so so have you always lived in the Toledo area yeah like you grew up here and everything for the most part I uh I, I lived in New Jersey and Philadelphia for a very small time when I was younger but for the most part it's been the 419 is there any other like country that has like a certain type of um, architecture 
architecture that you would like to go and put your roofing skills to and like learn roofing skills from those like people? Actually, England has amazing roofing. They do steam bent wood, which yeah. is where they will actually take like a, I don't even know what you would call it, like a giant pipe cleaner kind of and then find out what form they need of this wood and then they will actually put it through this steam barrel and bend it and clamp it to form this, you know, perfectly to the building and it ends up just being this beautiful product. Do you watch like a lot of like videos on that? Oh thing? yeah, yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm a <laughs> construction nerd now for sure. Yeah, I bet. So, um, do you, did you, like, in history, like you learn about how like different people like the Mayans and different, um, people throughout time had different ways that they build up their houses and their communities. Are there, is there a specific time that you wish you had kind of lived to work with different kind of material in that time? You know, it's, it, it's funny to say that because just in, in my, uh, <laughs> in my surplus of daydreams as, I, as I'm <laughs> up there roofing because roofing really is kind of a mindless game. Yeah. Once you get in the middle of a deck and you're just laying shingle after shingle after shingle and all you're worried about is keeping it straight, you can pretty much free your mind and drive yourself crazy if you so choose. So I'll be up there and, you know, if you imagine yourself in another time, as I'm sure we've all done, you know, how yeah. would I dress, what would, you know, what kind of person would I be, what kind of job would I have? I always imagine myself transplanted through time as a roofer, like bundling together <laughs> thatched, you know, like, leaves. Like no matter where you go, yeah, like, where you're sure. born, you just you keep your same. Yep, just always, always this roofer for sure, just this long-haired roofing, roofing freak. So it's like I, you know, you imagine, you know, packing the mud on the top of the hut, and then, you know, I die, I come back a couple generations later, and I'm, you know, bundling up the leaves and making a thatched roof and. It's, it's funny because we talked like with Johnny about being uh, how he wanted to be an architect and mm-hmm. how like uh, regardless of like even if his life had gone a different way like he still would have been following the art you know and you're kind of saying the same thing like even if you were in a different time you still would have had the same inside you driving you the same career for it. yeah I, you know and it's it's weird to see yeah. it's weird to see art in a roof but it's I would less call it art and more an appreciation for technicality and that's what I that's what I really enjoy about my job because in my job there is a lot of hacks. There's a lot of people that can make a roof look like a roof, but as far as function, it's it's completely useless. So when I at the end of the day when I know I did something that's technically correct and watertight and solid and just something you can you know is good for 30 years, you know I'm going to be I'm going to be 56 year old man by the time you know anybody has to worry about this and hopefully. And that's, you know, that's an awesome kind of feeling to know that I'm actually keeping families dry, as kind of corny as that sounds. Yeah, well, I think taking that kind of pride in your artisanship is what makes the key to any, anyone enjoying the profession. It, it, it keeps us sane, for sure. Yeah, I think you have to kind of take that kind of pride in your work. Otherwise, what's the point in doing anything? You're just being an asshole about it. Right. Well, You'd be surprised. <laughs> you will, yeah. Well, for me, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you wouldn't. wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I have a lot of assholes in my day. Yeah, you do, you do uh, customer service, right? Yeah. So I, it's, I, I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> like, when you were a kid, what was your dream job? Dream job? I wanted to be a farmer. Really? <laughs> yeah, I love Hell yeah. animals and I just wanted to be a farmer. And you probably would have ended up just, you know, fixing your roof. Now. Yeah, for sure. Farm, <laughs> farm roofs need attention. <laughs> um, okay, so the this question is going to be kind of like a two-part question because I think that it's probably going to be different now that you have your own um company versus when you were doing it before but for your like salary and benefits and everything before you started roofing versus where you are now would you say that you are like better than where you expected to be or you are a little 
I'm, I'm definitely more comfortable now than, than I have been at any other job. Um, like I said, I was, you know, at, at 16, 15 years old, I was spinning wings at Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> or whatever. And, yeah. and that's, you know, that, that's a minimum wage job with no real, no real future in it for me. Sorry to anybody working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. But, uh, you know, I went from there and then I wrenched on some cars and, you know, did stuff like that. And it's, the pay was never really rewarding. The jobs were really never rewarding. So it's, I, I, I definitely feel more of a comfort now. And then as, as opposed to being a boss, of course, a little bit better now, but there's still, there's, there's the little things that'll wear you down say a gun breaks, you know, that's $300. That's, I gotta buy it. You know, there's no, I can't, there's, you can't have hangups about it. If a tool breaks, it needs replaced. If it's, you know, if it's mine, if the ladder, the ladder falls over and it cracks. It's no longer OSHA compliant. It's got to go. Now, does that kind of stuff like fall on you, or do, do you guys keep like a joint like? We we have we have a company account. That, okay. That, yeah, all, that all comes out. Of. Um. The way the well since since we're kind of on topic there with that the way that it really works is it's we we both work for Weatherby Roofing. Okay. So we get checks from our company. You know, and we don't we don't just take money. We get paid just like anybody else does yeah. out of the account. And uh, which is what's changed when you went from 10.99 to now you've paid. We're, we're still 10.99. Okay. You know, we still receive a 10.99 from the builder. We still 10.99 our guys. But you also pay yourself with checks too. Yes. Okay. And that keeps everything on the books. Keeps everybody on the up and up. You know, I pay this guy with a bunch of checks. He tries to either not pay his taxes or say that you know I didn't you know I didn't pay him this much or yeah. he never worked for me. Bullshit. Yeah. I gotcha. Right. Yeah. That was good. Um, are you so? Do you think then? that now the place where you you've come to that you can see yourself retiring potentially from this yeah that's the that's that's the hope for sure i would like to, i mean there's always room for expansion and that's that's really where we're trying to go winter time's coming around and it's you know it's, everyone's going to slow down a little bit it, it can't be helped but in the spring a lot of people are going to be looking for work and i mean i've got it i'm ready to ready to hire some guys but work good 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 help is hard to find it's you get a lot of people with ulterior motives and just a lot of problems in life. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't think about it, but if you hire a guy and his kid is sick, that ultimately can affect you know that affects me. If he decides you know I got to stay home with my kids, I can't do this. Well, I I got one less guy on the roof. Yeah. If he's having marital problems and you know, he's not focused, that affects my money. You know that affects his money. And it's every little thing of all these guys' lives really leaches into the workplace and it affects it all. You know it, it is a it is a really flowing dynamic and. Everyone kind of needs to be on the same page for it to, to work out really well. So I guess the hiring process is really important because then it's a little different than sales, really. Because it's a lot different than sales because sales is more competitive in the fact that I may sell a bunch of cars and the other guy may sell nothing and I'm still going to get paid and he's not going to get paid. But you need to hire somebody that is going to work hard in order for you to get paid you know, the maximum amount per hour that you can. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just going to be bringing you down. Yeah. So, in that in that aspect, it's sort of like the opposite thing. Now, Camry drag ass. Do you? I guess are you really strict in your interview and your hiring process? Well, I definitely when I get a name, I jump right on Facebook, and right. that, yeah. and that and that gives me a really good idea of what I'm looking for. You know, and it's if I find a guy that just looks like a mess, he's probably a mess. If I see a guy's got a bunch of pictures with his kids, he's got a wife, or he at least looks like he's got something going on all the teeth, you know, it, it, it helps. It really helps to weed out the, the people. And you'd be surprised the way some people will text you, you know, 
Yeah. Hey, you got work. What up with it? Hey, it's like no, I, no I cars. <laughs> <laughs> so well, okay, so let me ask you this: If you see somebody's Facebook, and the first thing is their their name is not even a pro- like professional enough to be their actual name. Yeah, it's it's like J Bones or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's and and I do I, I get that some people want to be anonymous online and that's fine. So I usually kind of try to take it as an all-in. I'll look at the pictures. I'll, I'll, but I'll look at their posts. Like gas man, everybody. <laughs> Super lit. Yeah, no, you're, you're probably not going to get hired. That's, that's <laughs> just how it goes. And you would, I mean, it's amazing how many, if, if you if you advertise, you know, like Toledo hiring or anything like that, looking for work, all I mean, 98% of it is people's girlfriends tagging them or saying do yeah. you got work and they're trying to talk through their girlfriend's account and I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not having it. I've seen people's moms. Yeah. 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 Moms oh yeah. Gotta get that ass in gear trying to get that Their mom's like if they had the wrong face get out the house. Tagging them in that thing like uh, yeah I mean and it's, it's an overwhelming amount so I've kind of just stopped with the advertising on Facebook and gone more on Craigslist because you actually have to now you have to pay to advertise on Craigslist. It's like fifteen bucks for thirty days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I do five for thirty days for yeah. ads. But you see, uh, you get some weird people on Craigslist. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've like, had people email me. You looking for a painter? Facebook. You you know your enemy. Yes. No. Okay. Craigslist is, is, is you're just going in blind. You don't know what's coming out of there. Craigslist is like. You like some some weirdo walked into like an internet cafe in the nineties, got trapped there, and then walked right back out of Craigslist. <laughs> like, I, that's I don't know what that is. The place is a pit. I try to ignore it. Yeah, phone, it, with Craigslist, it's, it really falls on the phone calls. Like I, I had a guy that called me, and he was just so drunk, so absolutely drunk that I was just like, yeah. No, sorry, man, can't do it. Yeah, I've gotten some, no. some stuff too. I mean, some of the people I've got. I mean, I've hired. I've, I've had people show up drunk. I hired. I had an old guy. I had a guy who was working for me. He's like 58 years old, and it's weird. It's it, it's really weird being young and trying to tell somebody what to do, especially if you yeah. be like your your grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's I don't know. There's, there's there's there can definitely be a lot of tension on in the workplace with roofing because. Say we all felt in and we were, you know, Jim Bob does his deck over here and I'm over here and I get done with mine and I've got nowhere to go. So I've got, I got to go work with Jim Bob on his deck. Well, I'm taking away from his money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this happens mm-hmm. interchangeably between every employee on every other so job. So now you're getting paid for what he... W- exactly. Oh, and, 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 I I, and as the boss, I'll step out. I'll go down and eat some food and walk around and pick up the <laughs> ground. I don't care. You know, I'll... I'll just, these guys are making money, I'm making money, but it's really between the employees that the stepping on the toes becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I thought he was like... Nice big old pecking order, I'm sure. Oh, that, <laughs> that's, that's the perfect, mm-hmm. perfect explanation. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. There's always the guy with his chest out that you better... Nobody will come on my dick. Uh-huh. Everybody's yeah, biting okay. somebody's neck. So, I guess, let me ask you, how much does, like, uh, just sheer physicality play into all of that. I don't you I mean, look at me, I'm made of twigs, but I can but I can I can carry two hundred and fifty pounds up a ladder. Yeah, but you're also the boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like people are going to no matter what Oh yeah. That's have, some, <laughs> have some level of respect for you and like they are going to get in everybody else's face. In in roofing, showing me respect is trying to show me that they're better than me. That's that's the that's the number one thing you see a guy comes on the job. Of course he wants to impress. 
he not only wants to impress as soon as he finds out I'm 25, I've only been doing it eight years. He's, I've been doing this since I've been seven. I've been doing it, you know, 22 years. Yeah. And the, the first thing he wants to do is show me up. I'm better than the boss. And especially when, you know, they meet my partner. He's got some gray hairs going. He's only, you know, he's in his you know, young 30s, but yeah. he's got some grays going. They instantly, he's the boss. I don't need to, I don't need to respect anything you say. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if I'm handing him the, doesn't matter if I'm handing the checks or anything. It's they don't care. You know, I'm I'm, I'm the young guy, but yeah. it, that's really something. Also, something you have to weed out. You gotta you gotta nip it in the bud, man. So with you being the boss, um, you being in charge, obviously there's already all of the work you put in while you're there. But there's got to be an enormous amount of stuff that you'd have to do while you're not standing on a roof. So. Do you have an office that you and the other guy work at? Currently looking for an office. I'm actually looking downtown for like some warehouse space, something I could store job materials and maybe have a storefront type deal. But right. currently, no, no office. Okay, like what kind of thing are you, like what are you looking for exactly? Like something small? Is it just for going to be for you and the guy? Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to be able to put a work truck in there. Maybe, you know, stack some shingles back against the wall if we come up with, you know, some side work or just, you know, materials in general. But a, a warehouse would be nice, you know, okay. something... Something kind of cool, maybe a chill spot, and like I said, a storefront. If people have questions, I mean, they want to see job materials, they want to see colors. I mean, you'd be surprised how much people don't trust the little color booklets that you show them with the shingles. They want to see a bundle of shingles. Yeah. And you know, whatever we got them, come on down. You know, it's people are finicky. It's it, yeah. it's really weird some of the things. Especially on the internet. Yeah, especially, especially on the internet, especially the Craigslist one. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're trying to sell somebody something on the internet. Yeah, we we had the, we had an old guy walking around the job today picking up nails. He's 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 the future home buyer, but he's picking up nails with his and he's out there. He's using a a golf club as as a walking cane, and he's picking up the roofing nails that I'm that I'm throwing into the sand yeah. before they even put the dirt down. And he goes, he goes, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh yeah, you know we're up here doing. And he's like, yeah, don't throw any nails down. They uh they work themselves up, and I'll shoot them all over with the lawnmower. <laughs> and I, you know, I said, yeah, okay, sorry. But my first thought was, somebody better tell all these guys with the metal detectors that all the good stuff's just right on top. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, so uh, when you're not okay. Oh, sorry, I did. I did. I kind of, I kind of just totally evaded your question. When I, when <laughs> no, I'm not, you're, you're totally fine. When, when you and that guy, uh, what's his name? His, name? his name is Dave. Okay, when you and Dave are are working together on things that involve like your financials and like cutting checks and like getting a place to work out of all the stuff that doesn't involve you standing on a roof where do you guys meet for that kind of stuff that's i mean that's really the reason that we're looking for an office is to have somewhere to meet i mean one of the hard, yeah. yeah one of the popular things is is people get storage units but i mean that's that's kind of tacky people yeah. frown on that too i mean i don't really want to meet everyone at lock it up at seven in the morning just to grab you know some stuff in a truck it's not it, it, it does, it's not cohesive to a, to a real successful looking business. A lot of it's about appearance, which is why I got the van. I used to I used to roof out of a 2001 Pontiac Sunfire, you know, and that, that's all good if you're just out there making money, you know. It's my last car. It's horrible. I mean, the sunroof leaked. It was just it was oh just a mess. God. I ended up putting truck bed liner on the whole car just to just to kind of make it bulletproof, and it was I would you wouldn't catch me dead doing that now, you know. If I pull up, I I got a nice work van. Two doors. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> I got a picture on my phone. And mine was two thousand. What what color was yours? Silver, white. Yeah, but yeah, I I can see it still. So. Yeah, it's it was, it was the worst car ever. I mean, 
That car was a piece of shit. <laughs> it was a piece of shit when you bought it. It it took me through some things. You can buy it brand new. And it's a piece of shit. It doesn't matter. The, the sunflowers are not made to last. Yeah, I feel like you bought it with rust already on it. That, like brand that, new, it had rust. Hey, on that fifteen hundred lasts me. Right at the bottom, like on the body behind the door. Yeah, rust. just already. Like, for sure. I actually still have the car. I gave it to my stepdad. <laughs> Why would you do that? That dude loves the engine. He loves working on shit. Did it have a two point two in it? I have no idea. Not a car guy. Okay, you just sell them. I sell cars, <laughs> and I know absolutely nothing about them. But, um, so, okay, so how much is involved with you? I know you have to spend time on, on the, I say, I know you have to spend time, like, hiring. I don't know how often your team fluctuates to the point where... Unfortunately, like, it's, it's, it's really, the turnover rate is pretty high. Pretty high. I mean, I'd be lucky to have a solid team of guys for a couple months. I mean... A lot of guys will show up. They're there for a job. They're gone. They'll, sh- they'll show up. They're there for three jobs. They're gone. And, you know, some of these guys have loyalty to to other roofing crews, and they just lie and say, "Oh, I got no work." But in reality, they're waiting on a roof to be ready. Yeah. And they come to me, get some work from me, and then say, "Y'all see you Monday," some and their roof is ready and they're gone. And that's all right. But now I got a 1099 this guy, yeah. and it's just it's just a pain in the dick all around. Yeah. So do you? Do you ever have to come home and like work like set a cr- set aside? <laughs> 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 and he looks over at his girlfriend. <laughs> do you ever like how much of your time? I know the answer to okay, this question. So, so the other day, so yesterday, I get home and uh, one of the dramas I'm having trouble with payroll. Basically, when you lay a bundle of shingles, you cut off a piece of the wrapper okay. and it's got a, it's called a UL and it's it's got the the product color and it's got the lot number on it. And there's only one of those on each bundle, so that nobody can lie and say, "Oh, I laid this many." No, there's only you know, there's no replicating it. So I'm having trouble with my count. I'm getting my wrappers from my guys at the you know at the end of the week instead of the end of the day. They you know they're taking off early without picking up, taking the wrappers with them. So I don't know what they made for the day. So then at the end of the week, they're just giving me a, a McDonald's bag full of 120 bundle wrappers, and I got to sit down and count them all. So yesterday I come home. Happy as could be from work, as I'm sure you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Sit down at my dining room table, and and just rejoiced over the 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 mess that I had to make by just dumping out, like I said, two McDonald's bags full of shingle wrappers imbued with grain and grit and sand all over my dining room table. Mm-hmm. And I had my my lovely assistant Caitlin help me count each and every bundle wrapper probably three times, and try and work out the math as to who's over. How did they get over? Are they lying? Was it a mistake? You know, I've got I got to make the numbers right because at the end of the day, who's going to take the hit on the pay? You know, I can't short these guys and say you're a liar. What if I'm wrong? Right. You know, that, that's terrible. So I've got to take the hit on the head. Dave's got to take the hit on the head. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for us. Right. So I probably spent a good two hours just bitching about this payroll. I mean, scribbling in my my notebook. You know, I write down everybody's what they do for the day, how much they laid. And I'm just just going off. I rate you know just just too much. It, it was too much. But I, I spend quite a bit of time at home, maybe an hour, two hours after work, kind of tying up the loose ends, unwinding. Nah, nah nope. So okay. <laughs> too much time. So speaking of unwinding, what kind of work-life balance does your job offer you? It doesn't offer much, Joe. It doesn't <laughs> offer much. <laughs> well, how many hours do you usually work a week? Um, a week. I have that, no that, clue. That's including your two hours at home. Uh, yeah, I, no way to tell. I'll get up. Work. You know, I'll get up at six in the morning. If it's 
and that all changes with the season. You know, now if I roll out of bed at five in the morning, try and get to work at six, I'm going to be standing in the dark for an hour and a half. It's mm-hmm. not going to do me any good. So it all changes with the season, but you want to be out there first light. And really it kind of depends on the day because say we get a job three quarters of the way done and we can either commit and work until six o'clock and finish the job mm-hmm. or we can leave and come back in the morning because if we stay another hour, it's not going to make sense to come in tomorrow because we're all going to come in, waste our gas. We all need snacks and coffee and cigarettes like everybody smokes. I don't smoke, but you know, it, it ends up costing money to come to work and you right. want it to make the most sense. So it really kind of changes with, you know, how much is left, what's there left to do. Does anybody want to go home? Does anybody, is anybody trying to avoid their wives at the moment? We can stay. <laughs> <laughs> we call it the opportunity cost. Yeah. So, okay, when you're at work, do you know what lunch is? Like, do you get to eat? I've eaten lunch before. <laughs> okay. I, do you often get to eat lunch? Do you do you actually stop what you're doing so that everybody gets the time to eat lunch? Uh, I am a machine, and I require food. I have to eat food. I, I eat so much as I get, like, the, the guys are amazed. We'll go out to, the, like, Ocean Garden, and I'll just yeah. eat, like, six plates. So everybody goes and eats together. Uh, sometimes there's... I've kind of been putting a stop to guys staying behind and, you know, hey, can I stay and work? I'll say, hey, you know, you can stay, but you, you can't work because I can't make sure they're wearing their harnesses, yeah. all their PPE. You know, I can't make sure they're not doing drugs on my job site and possibly. And that all comes back on you. Yeah. I mean, what do they care if they get caught, you know, let's say they get caught, you know, smoking a joint out front and the foreman comes up, he starts, you know, pointing fingers and yelling. This yeah, guy will get work for somebody else, but your company is... Yeah, this guy could, you know, go pound sand somewhere else, but the foreman's going to come back to me and go, your guy was mm-hmm. doing this. Right, yeah. So, how much, like, how much free time do you have? Like, I know you said right now your partner's taking time off. Mm-hmm. So, if, what kind of, if an emergency came up, what kind of uh, notice would you have to give? Um... What do you mean by emergency? Notice to who? Like, like your partner. Like, if you were like, hey, like, hey, man. Like, if he wasn't taking time off, could you? Could you? Could he handle it if you had to handle something outside? The of thing with our work is, we can only take on work that we know only us two can complete. Me and him can work with no guys, okay. and and crush roofs, and that that's exhausting and it really puts a wear on you. But we can do it. So if, if you needed time off for something, he could work. He could, yeah. And he could run the show all, all by his lonesome. Okay. And, and it would be no problem. So then do you do you get opportunity to take time off too? Yeah. I uh, Me and Caitlin went on a trip to, uh, to Key West last year. We were gone for a week and a half and, you know, tried to forget about work as much as possible. But sadly, the last two days, I'm dreaming about laying shingles when I should be <laughs> vacationing on the beach. <laughs> hey, at least we're here on vacation. Nobody's texting me for cars. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not into anything like that. Um, oh, man, no. Okay, would you... How hard... Would you... Okay, if you were... Let's say alternate universe Derek, would you date somebody in your line of work? <laughs> you know, I, I've seen a woman roofer, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> no. She, she had a, a belly cut tie-dye shirt. She she dipped. It was like, and nice. she was just a... Hey, she, she was a beef. That's, that's my kind of lady. You could be into that. No, no. So, so if, if like... She or, if, or if, if there was a gorgeous roofing... If there was a gorgeous roofing woman, of course, I, I couldn't deny. There, I, couldn't, I couldn't turn her down. The no. job wouldn't be something that stopped you. No, no. Although, although I will admit, like I, I, I always think I would like to see Caitlin go up and know, oh, hey, could you walk this roof? 
In in actuality, I would probably be so scared and have such anxiety watching her on a roof that well, I would just yeah. You know, like, she's wearing like combat boots and she's in a belly cut tie dye shirt and she's got a dip in. <laughs> So, <laughs> like any like any woman roofer would. So speaking of Caitlin, does this affect relationships at all? It it, it does. Work always puts a strain. Like I you know like I said before, a lot of these guys' life leeches into work, and it is it is hard to put work down for me at the end of the day. And uh, um, do you care if I ask Caitlin? No, 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 I don't mind. Oh, okay. Well, Oh, don't worry. We'll just mic her up. <laughs> I was gonna just have her go right here. No, yeah, yeah, that's fine. She can she can it up. Or get mic her up. But uh, sorry, I got on track. Where, where were we? Uh, so essentially, um, do, how does it affect? Oh, how does it Yes, yes. Uh, with, with your actual girlfriend. Got you. Sorry. <laughs> not 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 dip lady. Who we're currently micing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, because uh, of my last second idea, I should ask some questions. I I come home angry, and that's and that's and that's about that's 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 my experience with it. I'm sure she has to deal with. I'll come home and you know I'll have. I'll have a lot to bitch about with, you know, sometimes these guys are having me pulling my hair out with, with there's, it's like dealing with girls, man. Little, <laughs> little, little girls. You should look at it though. Being able to have hair to pull out is a blessing. Someone wants but, but here's no, the thing. I'm no. probably just going to lose it later <laughs> and just be more attached to it and just be so distraught. Like that was, that was the thing I had. That was, that was, that was my look. But by the time I hit your age, I wish I had hair still. <laughs> yeah, you did hit that bump pretty early. Yeah. Like 22. I never should have cut it out of high school. Uh, Caitlin. We now have Caitlin on, which is uh, Derek's girlfriend. She's she's kind of soft spoken. She she is soft spoken, oh, so bear with bear with it. <laughs> so I, I this is the first time I've ever done this, but this is also the first time we've ever had like this uh, significant other of the guest uh, um, in the room. Yeah, it makes you thinking, uniquely qualified to answer these questions. Yeah, and I was thinking like I mean she's I been dealing with it for a long time. Yeah, and I kinda wanna know like what kind of insight you can give me to like if he's giving me any bullshit right now. Like honestly, like can you, can you, are, no, no, no. Have at it. Are there yeah. any questions specifically? I'm gonna be coming like for a minute here. This is just gonna be coming to you, but I'm gonna be asking about him. So, like, is there anything that you heard that you were thinking, ah, maybe not, maybe not <laughs> so much that, and yeah. maybe you would have answered a little bit differently. I, I don't think anything necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, like, do you feel like, do you feel like he? Obviously, we, you can you can hear his work ethic and, and the way he answers the questions and everything. Um, and I mean, it's it's a newer business. Um, he's pushing with it. Do you feel like he pushes like maybe he should take a little more time off, or do you think that it's something that he has he implements good work life balance for what he does? I think right now he's good because okay. they're just starting the business, so they probably right. Yeah, it takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot. The effort in to get it rolling a little bit more, but how did you feel when you saw your dining room table? Uh, I took it easier than he did. He was getting really tested. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to calm him down, like when he's like talking okay, about yeah. like? Oh, That's yeah. why I'm, I'm in psych, so I can work on calming. No, she, him she's down. talking me down from the ledge all the time. Like, <laughs> like, like actual ledge. No, literally the ledge. ledge. That's like, the thing the you guys call it, like <laughs> down from the ledge. She's out with the bullhorn, like don't do it. Oh, <laughs> um, would you? Do you think that? Uh, are you scared, like, for, like, I don't know how you feel about heights, 
But he's obviously talked about like he doesn't like high he doesn't even like roller coasters. I, I've drove her along on a couple jobs and, and she's seen she's seen firsthand so so let him have it. When when he's out there and like you see like the weather, are you thinking like man he's probably hating this right now? Yeah, and I worry because I know there's been plenty of times he'd come home and say, I felt rude today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many times? Yeah, that's the question. I'm glad that we did this. How often does that happen? Uh, I hope nobody from OSHA is listening. <laughs> so, okay. so theoretically, I, I may have or I may not have. I mean, like I, in, I, your, in your line of work, since you started when you were. I'm just, I, I'm just fucking around. I'll tell you. I, okay. had, I had a ladder slip out on me probably last month. I'm up, you know, 14 feet standing. I'm not even on the roof yet, and I'm going to get up, and it's on dirt that has sand on it, but it's only like an inch of sand, so the ladder creeps all the way to the bottom of this hard dirt and just slips out. Mm -mm. I go straight down, land on my feet, and then right on my ass, and just break my ass bone. Mm -mm. And this is is during a conversation between the foreman and my partner about everybody being harnessed up. And they see this (laughs) from the street. And they come walking over and he goes, you alright? And I'm laying on the ground, and this is, I'm fine, but I just was laying in my shame, just kind of wallowing. Mm-hmm. Decided not to get up. My tool belt spilled everywhere. There's hand nails all around me, staples. I'm laying on my hammer. So I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, pull the Joe dirt and just lay here for the rest of my life. <laughs> and and they come over and it's, you all right? And it's, yeah, I'm all right. Get up, put the ladder up. But uh, my first two spills were my first time falling. I fell twice in ten minutes. It was icy. I got up on this house in Michigan. I run up to the back of the roof. I'm jogging down, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my harness, like like a dumbass, I didn't hook it up off the ladder, I, I threw it off, you know, 20 feet off the roof, like, I'll go get it when I'm coming back up, stupid, so as I'm going to reach for my harness, I slip on this little ice patch, sail all the way down, and there's something called a tow board, which is a fancy word for a 2x4 nailed into the roof with some couple of eight penny nails, my heels blast this two by four right <laughs> off the roof and I go down and land in the snow pile where we had broomed the roof off. Count my lucky stars and I'm like, ah, nothing's broken, I landed in the snow. Yeah, I was gonna say, luckily there was snow. Okay, so like, I can... Hold <laughs> on, oh, no, the story's not done. He, oh. fell, he fell twice in ten minutes. Oh, and then oh. I fell again. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> and, and then I fell again, so... When you fall off a roof and there's only one ladder set up, mm-hmm. you have to do a walk of shame. From the back of the roof, where there is no ladder, to the front of the roof, Everyone where can... somebody might be working, you have to say, hey, can you let me up there again? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I had to tell you, know, hey, I fell off the roof. Like 18 years old, and my boss is like, so how'd you get down? <laughs> you know, and then 10 minutes later, I'm explaining it again, and he, he gets a little bit irritated. So, son, could you please stop falling off the roof? Man, okay. I can imagine the feeling that you're having when you're falling, like just like that pit in your Terrible, stomach. I hate heights. Yeah, but I'm also thinking that other people probably fall too. So what do you, have you ever seen somebody else fall in your entire time roofing? Have you ever watched somebody else fall and what was going through your mind as that happened? Well, the first thing is you're fired. <laughs> and then secondly, yes, I, I've, I've seen people fall. My, my partner fell in front, of a, in front of a bunch of school children. It was, it was oh, great. No. We were building this house across from an elementary school and they were they were lined up outside waiting to go in and sure enough this teacher's look hey everybody they're building over there and we look look over and as soon as they're like hi he looks over and just 
collapses oh, off this ladder. God. A tangled mess. They're never gonna forget that. No, no, it's it is burned into their brain. Those kids will remember that day forever. Like we waved hi to a nice man and he felt we killed him, he fell off a roof. So and it, it was almost identical to what happened to me as far as the, the ladder sliding out, except he ended up in this kind of entanglement with it where his legs were in between some of the rungs and it ended up on top of him. It was just it was a mess. Mm-mm. But luckily, uh, as far as employees go, I've been pretty lucky. I haven't had anybody take any slips and falls yet, so fingers crossed on that. Okay. So, Caitlin, do you ever look at houses like, like, oh, like that's such a beautiful house, and then get caught up in not even realizing that you're looking at the roof and real looking at certain things because of just because of his job? Does that gear you towards? Certain aspects when you're looking at things like that. Sadly, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because he points it out to me. I'm the one in the car with him when he's driving past houses and be like, I should fix that house and that house. <laughs> then he has to tell me why, because I'm like, that roof looks fine. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did you even look at it? <laughs> the same roof I was looking at? Um, is there a specific story that like comes to mind to you that you always think of when you think of, like, oh, like, He's a roofer. Is there something that you always think of, like, and one time he... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in this. Yeah. These are good questions. I should do this in my spare time. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can think of is this, every time we're in a car, and if I'm driving, I have to pay attention to him because he's constantly, like, turning his whole body away from the car to stare at every house we pass. Mm. Get in the way. I'm, I'm, it's prospecting, man. You know that's a future job. There's, I mean, I, I look. I'm, I think it was someone who's at a rental property. I should get a hold of the landlord. They probably got more. You know. Uh, we live in an apartment house. We we live in uh, her mother's house. Her, her mom moved okay. out and left us with the house. Oh, okay. Uh, do you guys? Uh, so, is, like, do you guys have neighbors that will ask you guys because they know that you're a roofer to not only help you, not only help them, but do you have people who are like, hey, it's Christmas time. Will you hang up all our lights? No, but I, I, you know, it, that's, I feel really dumb now that you just said that because I, like, just had this epiphany the other day that I could charge to put up fucking Christmas lights and <laughs> yeah. take them down at a reasonable time. It never once occurred to me that this was, like, an included talent that I had. No, well, yeah, you're already that's up there. That's probably what Caitlin is thinking. She's probably thinking, like, hmm, oh, no, no, no. This things is I don't have to do in my life. Uh, he can ever again and come down the ship. No, no. Like, this is the equivalent of, of a mechanic driving just a shit pile. Like, I have yeah. a Christmas wreath that's on the second story of my house that just has been there for years. <laughs> I mean, just as long as I can remember. It, it's been there. I've never taken it down. A man for 20, 20 years. <laughs> well, now it's a tradition. Yeah, no, that's, that is a part of the house. Now it belongs there. So what, what were you... Um, what do you think about chimneys? Chimneys. Chimneys are a complete pain in the ass. Like, I can rebuild a chimney... That's not really a problem, but it's kind of the work that if I see it, I'll, I might pass on a roof and tell a guy, hey, you know, I can roof it for you, but you should probably call a chimney guy. When you say you're building a house, are you rebuilding a house usually, or are you sometimes building it straight from the ground up? Uh, I typically do I mean, new construction. I know you do the roof part, but are, like, are you sometimes, you're usually working on new? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, five days out of the week, it's new construction. It's, you know, I, I show up to a fresh a fresh house and it's ready to go. I'm actually going to scroll through my phone look for uh, look for some pictures, see if I can find a little bit of my work. Okay, yeah, and, and while you're doing that, I want to say, like, I don't know anything about, like, the way, like, this framing 
making stuff works. The, so way, like, that, the way that men do jobs is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know the way men that men do stuff with rough hands, mm-hmm. but I'm picturing um, a lot of soft hands in this house, brother. Like the way houses look when you can see them when you're driving by, and you can tell like, oh, that house is in the middle of being built. They have the stuff on the sides, and like you can obviously yeah, look at that picture. Like this. Exactly this. Yeah. Yeah. This is what see, I'm talking about. See, look, I showed up to this job and uh, the carpenters weren't done. They had they had some other decks to put on. There's actually a whole other sunroom that was going to go on the back of this. But I mean, you can see it's frosty as hell. Uh-huh. So I mean, that was that's fun. So at what point do you usually put? What's the best time for you to put on a roof? Or is there always the same point? Well, as far as like who's there working, like sometimes they'll sneak the cement guys in before us, which really kind of sucks because if one of my guys throws off a shingle and it scuffs up some white concrete, yeah. I get pissed off. So you want to get your stuff done first? I would love to because because even if I get my roof on, when they go to do like some cement, maybe by the front door or whatever, everything's already watertight. They don't got you know if they're doing the garage floor and the water's coming into the garage and making splash marks on their concrete, but they want to get in and make money too so a lot of the times i'm i'll have to go home because they're they're out there pouring concrete all day they got sidewalk because they'll do the driveway the sidewalks the, the walkway to the front door the back patio the garage floor all in the day because i was thinking God, well, damn, that's a lot of no work. these guys yeah. work these guys must be paid because it's these no it's shit. actually it's a crew it's, they look like a family they're all albino <laughs> and they just do concrete all day. God, I mean, they're there. I'm leaving it in the dark, and they're pouring a brand new, and they still got to trowel it and treat it, and I'm just... They're sun up. And and the, so that pouring is like the easy part. Like, the, the, the prep to pouring it, and then we have to do after you pour it. Oh, yeah. Part. And, and they just don't... They don't stop. I mean, and they're the middle of summer, too, out there, just Mm-mm. non-stop. I feel for these guys. Like, they always say, like, man, you're up there in the snow, but it's like, I feel for you guys. Mm. I mean, they, they have to pour this nasty kerosene shit on there, too, and mm-hmm. it's noxious as fuck. Um, I know that you say that you are psych, uh, but if you were to, let's say you were to pick up a side, like a hand in hand in hand trade that goes alongside what he does, um, to kind of like complement his business and you guys could do it together, what would you do? Honestly, we've talked about me being his receptionist or his secretary or something. Yeah, or even like canvassing because, I mean, she's quick to learn she's smart she's got the gift of gab she's pretty i mean i think she could sell a roof if she knew her she knew her shit yeah oh yeah that's cool um would you what would you think about like um do you think that he he says that this is the best place for it do you think that does he ever talk about doing roofing in other places um it's mainly me saying I want to move somewhere <laughs> and then telling me if we can or not, like because based on roofing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is there ever been a place where you have like been specifically like set on and he said like, ah, well that's not really going to work? I wanted to move to Florida. I was mm. going to say, no, Florida, I would be so beat out of work, I couldn't, I couldn't compete. I'd end up, I'd shut down and I'd have to go work for somebody for 10 bucks a square and just, it would be horrible. Yeah. I couldn't do it. And then with the heat and humidity, it's like, eh, nah. Yeah. No, it would kill me. I couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah, like a cold day in Florida is like 78 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Man, no, yeah, 70 degrees, that's when they start they're wearing hoodies and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. And they're just bitching the whole time about how cold it is. Like, uh, I, I go outside with no shoes on at 70 degrees, thank you. Okay, um, this this question may pertain more to before you actually had your own business, but what's the worst trouble you ever got into at work? 
2008, the company I was working with, we got hit by OSHA. They came through, and I don't know if anybody listening knows anything about OSHA, but it's like the mob from the government. <laughs> They'll come in and say, hey, you weren't being safe enough. You owe us $20,000. Right. You got, you, got a, you know, a month to pay it, or you need to set up a payment plan. Oh. And so I'm, you know, it's 2008. I'm probably 17, 18 years old. And this is the middle of winter. I'm out in Maumee. Ohio Health and Services Act or something like that? Uh, Ohio State Health Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they should, I mean, they've got telescopic, you know, lenses on their Nikons. They'll hit you from outside the subdivision and then, really? come, and then come up and say, hey, this is what I saw you do. You're busted. Do you ever notice them trying to catch you? Oh, yeah. You, oh, get, you, you, you get hip to it. You'll notice, you know, specific vehicles creeping through or, uh, you know, a vehicle parked at the end of a, a subdivision nobody lives in. Or Do you ever just order them, like, Jimmy John's? And sort of no, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. I, I, I get off the roof and pretend like like I haven't been up there yet. <laughs> Man, do they, do, do, they, do they creep you out? Uh, I mean, the, the thought of one of them being on the job terrifies me to the core because yeah. so this instance back in 08 they they hit my boss for the footing on the ladders wasn't correct he had a plastic gas can on the job site which we only ran an electric compressor but because it was on in his work van no you know it has to be a metal OSHA approved gas can uh, no harnesses no safety glasses oh I mean they just they ran the book on him, and he ended up owing at the end of it, I think, something to the tune of like twenty something thousand dollars in one day. Holy and shit. he pushed his luck for a couple more years and got hit again, and he shut down business and he moved. <laughs> so, your okay, uh, Caitlin, if you if you thought he was gonna switch to a different career, if he came home and was like. We're gonna do, I'm gonna do something different. What do you think it would be? Oh God, it'd probably still be in construction, or he'd be a mechanic. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he's gonna do. I, I I'm just, I'm lost in life. I don't know. I would probably call my family in Jersey and try and get on a fishing boat again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it would be hard. It would be super. It would be devastating to my lifestyle for me to go back to punching the clock yeah. and working. You know, maybe behind a desk or anything like that. Like. You know, I, I don't knock anybody else. that does, yeah, or somebody else. I, you know, I can't knock anybody that does because a, most of our workforce does work for somebody else and does punch a clock. But for me, it it it, it does. I it takes away from from work for me. And like going and, out and there. Really, what you do? What you do is more than just putting on a roof. You know, yeah, like I said, I take the pride in in doing what I do, and when I'm out there doing it for myself, it really gives you that kind of satisfaction, knowing that you know this is my product this is what i can offer you this is what i can offer myself you know i can i could go anywhere and take the skill with me and use it you know to my advantage or to my you know my close friends or family's advantage if you right now if you had a leak above your head you know hey we're not going to sleep well tonight with water pouring in could you run up there and, and i could and that's that's a cool feeling do you do you can you um does that apply to ceilings yeah, I mean, I, I have basic enough knowledge of drywall to do it, but as far as the job goes, no. I, I'm outside, up top. Yeah, that's a completely different. Yep, I don't even I don't even lay the uh, the decking to, like the plywood. I call those as finishers. Yep. Do you think you'll ever get to the point, or would you ever want to get to the point where you could do a whole house? Like, or at least have some knowledge of all the pieces to a house? 
You mean as far as the ground up build? That would be intense. Like now seeing and working in construction for as long as I have, there's so much to be done that I had no idea about. I mean, I'm mean, sure you've already learned yeah, a lot. Man. Yeah, and I and it's a lot of it is is is, is super easy. I mean, a lot of it's just daunting, very daunting. Even as far as a roof, you know. When I first started roofing, I was such a perfectionist. I'd be I'd be finagling one shingle for for two minutes, staring at it, make sure my nails were perfect. When in actuality, once I got comfortable, it was even better than me taking my time. You know, it just well, it, it comes. When I say do a whole house, I guess I mean with a team like under you. It's like building from the ground up, and not just roofing. That would be awesome. Actually, I would love to to be a builder like that's that's kind of what a lot of people in, in construction do is yeah. they'll master their craft they'll own a business in their craft and then they'll move right on to I want to build and sell an entire house and that's awesome I mean the profits got to be got to be great on it but I could see myself getting there for sure now for that type of thing is that something that's mm-hmm. limited to this like well like you couldn't go south with that because those people are still are going to be like the people down south you'll be competing with people who will do it for less. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's... We're in a pretty good place in, in the country as far as for, I mean, the housing market, building, buying, and selling. These houses, they start at like $200,000. I mean, most of them are at start at a quarter million, and they sell like hotcakes. I mean, these people are coming when they're, there's just a hole in the ground, and they're coming with smiles on their faces, taking pictures. Look, Harold, there's our home! And it's, you know, they're there every day. Yeah. And it's, I mean... You can't you can't keep them on the market, and so in that sense, I think that it would be it would be it would be smart to do it here. That's cool. Do you keep any lasting relationships with any of your like the people that you build these roofs for? Not the people that I that I roof for usually. It's mostly the the people that I meet along the way. Like I've got friends that are drywall guys now. I've got okay. I've got plumbers that are friends. You know, I've I've made friends with quite a few of the framing crews and gotten close with them. And you know, gone up to the dude's lake house one time and. It, it, it's the call. It's more the environment than the than the people because to be honest, the people usually aren't nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been accused of stealing, stealing water to wash my hands. Back to like okay. what you had said at the beginning, which is the misconception about your job. Yeah, and that's probably it because a lot of the people are elderly and they see you as as a roofer. They don't see you as. And I certainly don't look like the boss either, <laughs> so they're 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 much quicker to. To yell at me like I was washing my hands out of this off this spigot that was next door and maybe I shouldn't have I didn't think it was much of a problem to use five seconds of her water but she came out I mean like a bat out of hell yeah. stop you're stealing my water and I was like I'm sorry I'm sorry I shut the water off I'm walking away drying my hands and she's right behind me you know wagging her finger at me yelling and it's like, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'll never do it again you know and these people are like unappeasable so it's Every day that they see you out there, you know, they're watching their faucet and, oh, is he going to go for it again? <laughs> is he going to go for it? Yeah. No, she it, her pound of flesh for sure. Unfortunately, a lot of these people are kind of petty, but it, all in all, you get some nice homeowners, they'll bring you some donuts, and they'll just usually thank you for what you're doing, say it looks great, even though they have no idea what they're looking at. <laughs> do, do they get in contact with the actual contractor, then? Yeah, they're they're all in touch with the builders directly. There's usually a model home in the subdivision. They'll go in. It's like an office. They'll meet with. The, they usually put the office in the garage because the garage, you know, nobody's interested in how the garage looks. And the builders get the contractors, and the contractors put you up for the roof. I am the contractor. So the, oh, the, the builder contractor. gets me. Yeah. Oh, the builder are the people who only get you for the, yep. the roof. Okay, I, that's where I had the miscommunication. Yep. So, um, 
So you work with one specific builder for every house, though. Yeah, there's there's two builders. One of the builders actually has a, he's got a partner, and him and his partner have a separate building company. So there's this guy with his standalone business, and then his other business with his partner, and they're both building. Okay. And that's that's the the gist of it. Could but your roofing company technically could do stuff for others. Oh yeah, of course. If I had the time or the the, the manpower, sure I could. Okay. Would you recommend following this career path? to like a close friend or family member, like a younger person who you're like mentoring? It'd be hard because it's one of those die or fly businesses. Either you've got the drive and you can go up there and you can make the money or you've got the die mentality and it's, it's you need go-getters and a lot of people think they're a go-getter and it's, and it's strange because they'll get out there, they'll lay the felt paper all the way up to the shingles and as soon as it comes time for the shingles, they lose their steam and it's like, hey bud, this is... This is this is go time. This is the part where we work. Yeah, this is this is work now, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. and it's because the felt paper, it's easy. The metal, it's yeah. easy. You know, it's mm-hmm. all kind of brainless stuff. But as soon as you have to question, they fall apart. And you know, seconds matter. If I'm laying a shingle, and he's only laying, you know, one, and I'm and I'm getting six, seven on, this guy is going to get real irritated real quick when I need to be in his spot, and I'm pushing him to the edge of the roof. And the next thing you know, he's doing all the cuts on the edges. And losing his ass on money, it's mm-hmm. you know. So, would you say that you would do it all again? You know, <laughs> well, before okay, do you feel like it's physically daunting on you to the point where like you can see your future? It would be headlining effects. Yes, yes, I've <laughs> I've got I've got so I, I suffer from some sciatica issues. I have back pain pretty regularly, lower back pain. Do you do you like recognize it? Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've this is I've gone to the hospital for for checkup. I mean, my hip, I well, didn't do it, but my my hips explode like like yeah. you wouldn't believe. I mean, it just it's and I and I don't know if that's it's strictly from roofing, but I'm sure that it doesn't help. And I I've started cracking a lot more places in the past five years <laughs> than, than I would like to you know. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's probably so. So I mean, the end game is to maybe not work so much. I don't. I, I can't see myself ever not working. Like sitting in an office and just knowing that the houses are out there getting done. That kind of doesn't. Yeah. That's that's not really me. So do you? Even if you had got got into another job that you're comfortable with, do you feel like you would have a piece of you that says, "Man, there's houses that are being built that could have been being built better." Oh yeah. That's. I mean, I'm actually. I'm thinking right now about getting. I'm thinking about my my roofing tattoo that I need to get done. Yeah. And it's you know that's it is I don't I don't see that ever going away that's that's something that you put your eyes on it and you do think like man I could have did it or why not me or I could have did it better and that's it is you know like when I see a house and I think you know like I'm driving with Caitlin oh that thing needs a roof we're driving by two months later and sure enough there's guys out there ripping it off <laughs> and I'm just you know bitching the rest of the car ride oh man I could have sold it you know but it's one of those things where you can't tell yourself that you can't do it mm-hmm. you know. If I want to go up and measure a house and it looks looks like I can't do it, I gotta do it. If if I don't think I can sell this job, I've gotta try. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's all there is to it. If you don't if you don't try, you're certainly not gonna succeed. Right. And you know, I might measure seven jobs, give estimates on fifteen, and sell three. You know, and that's just the name of the game. There's, you know, I feel like there's people out there that just want price quotes. It's like their hobby to collect yeah, price quotes. Yeah, I mean that's how it is. And, Really, I mean, a, a piece of what you do is sales because yeah. now that it is a business, mm-hmm. that's that's something that you took on with that. 
You didn't really deal with that before, did you? You had no, that's right. No, no, because not at before, all. Before that, you were just your employee. I, yeah, I was just a grunt before. I mean, do you like the difference? Ye- yes and no. I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I, I'm much. I'm, I'm happier being the boss, but there is more luggage to it than I originally thought, and it is certainly more drama. Like I said, dealing with these guys can get can get like a bunch of you know bunch of hens. Like it's 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 ridiculous the what they'll fight over, you know what they'll I'm just gonna go home stuff like that and you just at the end of the day it starts wearing on you and you you get irritated and but but no I I I'm happy where I'm at for sure it's it's better now than it was then. Okay, well that's good. Seems like you pretty much like it. That pretty much covers everything that I had to ask him about what he does. Do you have any questions? Nope. Okay. Uh, after this, <laughs> you want to participate? <laughs> nope, sure don't. <laughs> this is where we uh, lead into a more fun segment. Um, we just kind of are going to ask you some more silly questions. More kind of tell us more about who you are rather than who you are as a job, and uh, delve into who you are as a human being. All right. So Joshua, we yeah, he said he didn't <laughs> want. He said he didn't want to do it. No, no, no. I have any questions about your job? <laughs> I question about your life, though. So, uh, you knew this one was coming. Who was your first kiss? Who was it? Uh, and, 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 and what happened? And how, <laughs> all right. So, I don't. I have no idea what her last name was. I wish everyone could see. I wish we had a video. <laughs> <laughs> face right now. I don't. I don't know if she knows anything about this. To be honest, I, I don't know if I've ever. Oh, perfect. Yes. So, <laughs> great. So, the girl name girl named Trisha. I have no idea what her last name is. Oh, you remember. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> killing me, Joe. You're killing me. So, so I ended up kissing this girl on the side of her house, like, and I did. To be honest, I really don't remember what led up to it, but I remember like this very awkward, like, are we gonna do this or not? Like, yeah. this kind of, like, are we gonna kiss or not, man? Sweet. Pure and she didn't sound like that. I promise, but, but it, it was it was definitely awkward at best, and and. <laughs> And I wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen this girl ever again since then, or was it still like? No, I, I actually have not. Uh-huh. That was like the the separating point I got. Like thirteen year old me got what I came for. Thirteen years old, excellent. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Is there anybody? You don't have to say their name, but is there anybody particularly? This is. I guess this one's a little less fun. <laughs> that was in roofing that you hope is listening to this. That you dealt with before you got into what you're doing now, <laughs> dude. Honestly, that's, <laughs> uh, I'm on the fence with that one. Yes, yes, and no because I'm not. I, I don't. I don't ever want to be out to hurt feelings, but it right. is good to flaunt your success. Well, it, it can be a. It, it can be an example. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can be a positive example too. Yeah. No. There's that. De- yeah. Definitely. I mean, everyone wants to make mama proud, so mm-hmm. there's right. always that. But. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's definitely two sides to it with that. That there's somebody I would like to show hi, you know, I, I told you I could do it, and then there's the other people like, yeah, see, I told you I could do it. Yeah. And, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know if they're gonna listen, but if they do, uh, no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so uh, is there anybody that you hope isn't listening? <laughs> not not necessarily related to your job, but just uh, period. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm pretty open. I'm I'm like an open book. Whatever, man. <laughs> okay. Like L- a, listen up. Whatever gets you guys more listeners. Like a teacher that you're like, oh man, I hope that I hope my 11th grade teacher still has this 
good idea of who I am and not. No, if anything, if anything, <laughs> Mr. Francis would be the only one, and he's already thoroughly disappointed in me. So maybe this will be my redeeming factor <laughs> to know that I'm now an entrepreneur. Excellent. Oh, so somebody tag. Somebody tag Mr. Yeah, I'll, I'll tag you. I'll give a shit. For sure. I'll post that shit to his wall. Tooth. Hi, Tooth. <laughs> Hello. Um, so how did you and Caitlin meet? We met on, on the old on the old MySpace. Ooh. Nice. I had this cool uh, emo haircut. Now, yeah. you, you might no, remember we all? me and Strickland had the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Did, what, did you have a specific... MySpace name was it Derek Disaster? Oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> it was. You know, I was doing commercial fishing at the time. It, 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 was, it was deadly as Derek. Derek. Catastrophe. Oh man. <laughs> oh, that's so funny that you would say that. Yes, of course, I'm guilty of that. I think, yeah. No, so so she commented on one of my pictures, and like some weeks go by, and I all of a sudden need a date to my uncle's wedding. And I was just like, oh, yeah, totally not creepy. How about that girl that commented, like, a month ago on your picture? Oh, absolutely. So so my sister's boyfriend calls her. No answer. Calls her again. No answer. I try calling her. No answer. And, and I know I'm not creepy. This may have been why, minutes oh, apart. Oh, yeah. Why were you so hard to get a hold no, of? No, yeah. I, I was, there, there's a part of the story. That's okay. why I led into this. So, so take it over. Oh, Lord. I was... In my car, in front of my ex-boyfriend's house, fighting with him. <laughs> oh my god! That's always the best way to. And, and of course, she said yes, she'll go. Oh, of course. Oh my god! Man, that was that was perfect timing. Oh yeah. You ever think about that? You ever think about like how like maybe that argument, like if that argument hadn't happened, that this might not be even. Exist. Oh, of course. And I thought like, what if I, you know, what if I went to New Jersey and stayed there? Like, there's so many like. Like, what like we've got the nerve to call her. Like, it's, yeah. It's, like, or, or well, because we called her three times. And on the third time is is when it actually went down, and I and I was like, no, man, we're done, give it up. <laughs> and, and I <laughs> and now I feel terrible. Like, no, just give up. But no, so I wouldn't have this this awesome life now. So if I hadn't done that for the world. No, of course. So how long have been together then? Eight years. Going on nine and nine. So yeah. since since that phone call or what? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much every day since that phone call. So you're two, oh, you have you have two things in the last eight years that have just been. Steady with Caitlin and Ruben. Yeah, those are those are like my two my two rocks for sure. So something happened eight years ago that you just took a turn and you were like, "Not." Nah. It's like what? Yep. This is my life now. Yep, this <laughs> is my life now. As I just drift into the sea. <laughs> yep, that's it. And then you guys have two dogs. We have two dogs. What kind of dogs do you have? Miniature dachshunds. Little oh, wire hairs. Yeah, they're awesome. Well, uh-huh. not really that awesome because sometimes they pee in the house, but other than that, they're they're pretty great. Hell yeah! What are their names? Odin and Lilith. Perfect. Okay. So if you could only talk to one of them and like have like actual speech with one of them. Odin. Yeah. He is so like you look into his eyes and you just see into his soul and he's got this concerned look all the time and you can tell he's so aware of everything. Lilith can just go into dog mode and just chew on a bone for two hours. <laughs> she just doesn't care. Why, do you think Odin, it's like Odin sold his one of the highest <laughs> knowledge? Yeah, that's which, probably what it is. You know, all the world's knowledge. He's got a lot on his shoulders. No, for sure. All the world's like, knowledge. It's gotten to the point now where we think that he's smart enough to acknowledge fire as a danger, so anytime we fire up the stove, he just has the stress in it now. Oh, man. So now, any, and we cook. I don't know, every day like normal people. Mm-hmm. So every day we have to deal with this little dog and he's just shaking for no reason. Yeah, and, and God forbid oh, that anything smokes from the oven because then that means we're you know we're actively dying. You've invited the destroyer into the house. What is wrong with you? But no, I would love to talk to Odin. Like I just wanted to say, dude, what is going on with you? <laughs> Tell me. 
Who, who hurt you? Who would you, who would you, t- who would you talk to? Oh my god, Odin's my baby, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they, they've picked their favorites. Lilith is kind of attached to me, and Odin just, that's mom's boy. Do you guys ever have, like, imagine what their voices would sound like? Oh, of course, and all of our dogs always have speech impediments. Really? Oh, of course. With the stutters or... The stutters, like, I mean, just, just weird voices, lisps, it doesn't matter. They, they've got something going on. Oh, I'm glad you guys just put your dogs in that horrible place from jump. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, I know you're a good boy, but also you talk dumb. Yeah, you talk really stupid. <laughs> in, fact, in, fact, in fact, I would probably oh. say, like, really stupid. Like, <laughs> no. That poor dog. Yeah, no, he's all right. He's all right. Um, what, uh, what's the last best movie you've seen? The last best movie? Dude, I went and saw Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, it was awesome. And I I went in there, uh, and the opening scene just kind of just blew my, okay, my wait, brain wait, out. Okay, wait, talking about? The, the opening fight scene with, okay. uh, with Kaecilius and the, the ancient one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because before that even happened, when they were like, did the new, officially did the new Marvel Studios logo, and then 3D, mm-hmm. that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. So are we like, are we like cross-platforming your guys' podcast? Yeah. No, yeah, just, <laughs> no I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> no, I didn't know what you were Yeah, the whole time I was in here waiting, I was just like looking at all your pops, like. <laughs> yeah, for the record, that's, those are all Joe's. Like I have, I have maybe three that exist in the better mind. Jeez, yeah, we we've started our little our mini collection now. We've got them on shelves. We've got like some uh, some DBZ ones and uh, yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, we got Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, yeah. But some some Game of Thrones ones, but not not trying to get too heavy into it because you know how, you know getting addicted to spending ten dollars is. Yeah. Well, Joe, Joe, Joe started making like ball I mean, money. What is it like? Four hundred dollars. Joe makes that Funko money now. He just he is pretty Funko. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to worry about it. <laughs> I mean I have mine at the end of my bed, so I have to look at the shame. Yeah, there's some in the other room. Too. Yeah, of course there are. Any 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 larger ones? The big ones are up there in the back. Ant Man, <laughs> Thanos, Hulkbuster. Jeez, just it's it's a whole thing. And now like the girls are getting into these zoom zooms. If it's not something, man, it's something else. If you look, there's Doctor Strange was a gift to me a couple of days ago. Oh, nice. Like, and he's on top of Daredevil, I think, but uh, behind, next to that Dungeons and Dragons for dummies. Yep. <laughs> um, so, okay. This is a, everybody always thinks this question is really crazy, so I'm hoping that you just embrace it. If you went Mowgli style, oh my God. and an animal raised you in the wild, what would you choose? What would I choose to have Rosie? I would go with an alligator snapping turtle. Fuck. It's a speed record. <laughs> no, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. I, I want you to give me an answer like that. It'd be like, or like a giant squid. That, that'd be awesome. I mean, it would be hard to have, like, you know, face one-on-one time with it, but <laughs> it would still be pretty gnar. It would be. But no, like, the, the snapping turtle would teach you, like, virtues, like patience. Just wait for the prey to come to you. Yeah. I'm like, they don't go hungry, and they live forever. That's true. And the giant's good. He's going to shoot. What uh, about you guys? Yeah, I mean, you your cloaca. Clearly, you get cloaca. <laughs> uh, well, he said pit bull? I said, yeah, it's a pack of pit bulls. I said, I, I said bears. I said, this is the only time I'm going to have a chance. You guys have families. I just chose, like, one solemn turtle to be, like, my bud. Yeah, I, I just want you to be one one with them now. When, yep. See, when you tell me that turtle, I just imagine, like, yeah, that's your that's your turtle. But all the other turtles are also going to come over for Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, we're cool. He, he got me in tight with the rest of them. Hell yeah. Like, they also, like, 
with maybe hopefully one day you would still meet Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, Mo, Mo Lisa, hopefully her plane crashes in the Amazon. <laughs> and that you don't die a horrible death. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's going to be like hanging in a, in a seat in a tree, and an ape named Ape is going to get her for me. No. <laughs> uh, when you were a kid and you dressed up for Halloween, what was your, what do you think your best Halloween costume was? Best Halloween costume. Jeez. Unless you think you outdid yourself as an adult. No, definitely not. As a kid, oh man. I well, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember one night I went out with a group. There was like five of us, and we traded costumes. I mean, oh. every interchangeable, like the scream mask with a cowboy outfit. It didn't matter. It was we were just desperate to get candy and oh, not yeah. be recognized. <laughs> but awesome. but I mean, I grew up in the in the the era of the ever popular like scream mask with the black cloak or like the the bleeding scream mask. Mm-hmm. You know? With the with the heart pump on it, like just dumb shit like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't doubt that I've been the screen killer at least twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever did. I was always a Power Ranger though. Like for many years, I was a Power Ranger. And you know what? Me and me and my dude did Mario and Luigi one year, and it was when I had the curly mustache, and it worked out all right. Hell yeah. Especially because he was shorter than me, so he was Mario. Yeah. Um. What's the best dessert? Man, I don't know. I've been making some wicked pies lately. I, like, I made oh, this lemon meringue pie. Was it just Thanksgiving? No. It was, wait, it was, for, it was for no reason. It was for me. That's the, yeah. I know reason pie is the best. We're pie. like, we'll share this with everybody. Uh, no. Probably not. Everybody gets like, and by everybody, I mean one person gets like one piece. Uh, and then it's like, well, the, it's starting to get to get harder on the edges where I cut it. I might as well just eat it. Mm-hmm. And then the next one. Uh, and then the next one. Yeah. Uh, but I've always been a fan of cheesecake. Like, cheesecake is where it's at, dude. So... Is cheesecake a pie or cake? I mean, how bad do you want to feel about yourself? <laughs> I mean, we can just call it a cake and you can just feel terrible, or we can just say, like, oh, yeah, it's a pie. It's not so bad. I mean, I'm going to go with cake. It's, sh- it, it, it's a wannabe pie. It wants to look like a pie, but it's way too cakey. Mm. Mm. Probably so. Mm. No, because it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't have the, the, the actual bread like a cake. What do you think? I would call it the way we make it. It comes out like cake because we make that Japanese cheesecake. So, so in in, in your face, like, cheesecake. It looks like a giant pancake. It's yeah, it's like light. It's a little more airy. I think that people can perceive it's it. Not like New York, like New York style, is definitely a pie. I like that question because they get people get so crazy about it. <laughs> what um, if you get abducted by aliens? That's not that's already in the past. Okay, if you get abducted by aliens again, different mm-hmm. aliens. What are you hoping happens? Because right now anything can happen. Well, different aliens. I hope they're cool with my my family. Okay. The other aliens. Okay. <laughs> so as long as there's no beef there, and I wasn't kidnapped like in some Romeo and Juliet type feud, then I'm feeling all right. All right. So so that's that's your main concern is you're hoping that they they are not worried about these other aliens. Yes. Yes. Of course. Okay. You're not worried about like. Well, then I don't want to go to their stupid planet either. Like, I'm pretty used to Earth. I don't want to go somewhere else. What if they What if they get you there, and uh, you're like, oh, these oh, these homes are beautiful. They need but, a roof, though. But no, <laughs> well, then I tell you what. You introduce them to roofs? Well, yeah. They're, 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 like, they're like, we'll give you everything you need. <laughs> give us a list of the supplies and the people you need from Earth. We'll bring them This is a really in-depth question, and it makes me, like, now I'm questioning, like, is their planet like terraformed? Do they have like the yeah, luxuries that like will I go crazy there? Do like, Wi-Fi? I guess the question you ask Joe now is, how is it that this alien species managed to 
discover space travel and like faster than light travel, but they don't know how to fucking roof a house. It's their hands. It's their hands. <laughs> There's only been a chance of rain. How did they build the beginning of this a roof? A roof is literally a fifth wall they're on really, top of they're, they're the really, walls. They're really slippery. Hey, don't they? Fall. No, don't demean my job, dude. <laughs> Maybe they're afraid of heights. Maybe they're afraid of heights. There's a lot of ways this could be. They could do everything but the roof. They're afraid, they're they're afraid of heights. They or maybe, no, maybe they can roof their houses, but they just think they can't do it as well as you. They've seen... Well, if if, I, if they're coming across the cosmos because they've heard of me yeah. and, and the greatness, well, then, like I said, I can't turn down that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, you it's can't. It's a small planet. Yeah. And, like King Kai's eyes. Well, do they need finance or they they got the money? Oh, they got everybody. Go. If they got the money, we're good to go. If they need finance, nah, I'm, I'm all right. It's like that planet from the season two, Rick and Morty. You can walk all the way around it. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple yeah. houses on there. Yeah, no, but, I would help out the aliens with some roofs for sure. There'd be, you know, you, you got to share the technology. Hopefully, they would share, you know, interdimensional space travel, traveling at near light speed. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. It would, I mean, it'd be a little more kind of cool. If his job was like. He just went to another point. Intergalactic roofer. Yeah. We were actually yeah, just talking about the fourth dimension. No, no, he gets to come home every night. Oh, well, that's quick. He's like a member of, like, the Nova Corps. <laughs> that would be like, so bad. Space Ranger. I mean, you're coming home. That's good. I'm jet lagged. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But, like, he's like, he's like, I really can't say anything about what I do over there. You just know I'm with aliens. <laughs> you don't know what they look like. I believe it. You go. What does she look like? <laughs> What's her fucking name? How many arms does she have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to die today? Um. Uh. What What is your favorite candy? Favorite candy? I just bought a ton of candy, and the first thing I ate were these sweet tart, like mini chewy ones. They're fantastic. Those are good as fuck. Yeah, and that's that's good because like if you're you want to eat like five hundred of something, you don't really feel so bad. Or if you want like five hundred Snickers, it's more of a problem. And I'm not really a chocolate person. Like I kind of don't like chocolate unless it's fancy and like dark and got like some some sea salt in it or something like that. But yeah. like <laughs> like a Hershey bar, I'll pay five dollars. It's, or it's yeah. Spanish caramel. I need my hipster chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, Late labor chocolate. What's something stupid that you did as a kid that involved like caused you to either feel some pain or wish you had not done it? Oh, jeez. Plenty, plenty of sick bike jumps. Just, just for starters, we we've all done the oh, let's just get a cinder block and some plywood, no middle support, mm-hmm. and max out the old huffy and try and jump it. And that's that always ends with the Napoleon flip. So I've done that more than once. Uh, as a kid, actually, I, I ventured up onto a roof one time, and the plan was to jump onto a trampoline, but the roof was a lean to to a garage, and I went directly through it mm. and hit the old uh, Jimmy sack on a stud. So I didn't go through the roof. I was stopped, but I was very suddenly stopped. Stopped in the best way possible by your own nuts. Yes. As every every man knows, obviously the best way to stop uh, falling. Yes. Bottom of the feet, overrated. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other questions for me? Nope. Do you have any... The last thing we always ask is, do you have any questions for us? Yeah, sure. Um, What more do you guys... I mean, how much do you guys hope to produce weekly or monthly as far as your episodes and where do you see yourself being? Do you see yourself buying more equipment, maybe getting renting a space as a studio or converting a room fully to a studio, like super committed, you know, 
this is what we're going to do and this is the space? Well, essentially, um, the idea right now is to go for two episodes a week, uh, Tuesday and Thursday, uh, I think is where we feel is going to be a good fit for that. Um, <clears throat> we would like to get a studio. Um, I mean, right now, this kind of fits what we need, but we're starting to get you know enough people that we don't you know, know um, as much reach out to us. So we, we would love to have, like you said, the most professional possible space. Yeah. So the goal is to have this be self-sustaining and have our own, you know, studio space and be able to, you know, have ad space on the on the shows and have so many interested people to where it is continuing to push itself forward and to have like we were recording episodes like ahead of time so that we can have four episodes and then in the can. Yeah, you'll have your backlog of material. It's all worked on and ready to be released. Yeah. So I mean, we. I mean, we have we have high hopes. The idea is that we don't we don't want to stop. We, like I'm, we're very busy people, but we are putting everything we can into these things. Like, yeah, this yeah I can see that for sure. Yeah, it's not just this. It's this, and then we have our other show too. And then like, I mean, we wouldn't be opposed to doing other podcasts as well. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now we're focusing really hard on the the two that we have. I'm sure you know Josh can probably say some more. Yeah, it's amazing how, how many ideas you have once, like once, like this was the hard part, right? Getting all this stuff and getting this space and working out a way to make this happen, like that was the hard part. Now that we have the equipment, I mean, there's a thousand things I want to do with it, right? But yeah. the thing is, also now that I have the equipment, I want more expensive equipment. Oh yeah, that's the, <laughs> like there's the downward spiral. Yeah, it was just well. like you know, I was like, well, this you know, this is like a four hundred dollar laptop and this is a hundred dollar mixer and these mics are hundred dollars a piece. It's like, but the four hundred dollar mics sound better. And twelve hundred dollar mixer sounds better, and the eighteen hundred dollar laptop works better, and it's just like yeah, but I don't have like four grand to spend on equipment. Yeah. I just spent eight hundred dollars on equipment. You know what I mean? But yeah, of course I want more. I want to have my dedicated studio space for us to invite people to that isn't you know my room with the Gundam models in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this works. This works fine for us as a like a team, as a unit, like who we live here, we work here. But uh, as far as like inviting other people in, it is also our home. You know what I mean? So it's kind of weird to have like people come in your house. Yeah, like, yeah, and that's, oh, and that's why I asked about the studio. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we like that. We like. I think we like to have that. I think in the next five years, it'd be nice to, um, my, for my resume to say like professional podcast producer or podcast host, or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, I'd like this to pay the bills eventually. It'd be great. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And if I could, how are you guys like? Cause I know my business relies really heavily on word of mouth. I mean, sure, people always drive by, see, hey, you know, I need a roof, and they're putting eyes on you, and that's cool. But nobody's peeping in your windows mm-hmm. trying to get on your podcast. How are you guys reaching people that you don't know, or how are they reaching you? Oh, it's social media. Yeah, the awesome. power of social media is so fantastic. Like, for instance, like for my like for my cars, like everything I do is Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the go with Joe. I push that hard. Like I do all that, and now I'm trying to lean into like Instagram and Twitter for that mm-hmm. stuff too, um, because now everybody else also sells cars on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, it's really, it's the Facebook is self-sustaining in the fact that people will like see my ads and they'll message me. And um, if you had like a business where you were trying to like have people reach out to you more to do stuff, that would be something that would work more for you. But like you already have a builder that's going to be like bringing you stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a little bit different for you. Um, for our podcasts, what we do is we 
like initially um we're leading a lot on the instagram but the other podcasts that we have we have five members so everybody can kind of be in different places like Brittany will go on um facebook and she'll be constantly posting stuff in the facebook group to try to like uh, open discussions with people. From the outside, it looks like a seriously like upsetting market push. It's like two dudes are just posting the same links over and over again. Like, yeah. it'll just be like, like on your Facebook, it's like, oh, there's Joe and Josh posting the same shit all over again. These assholes just keep pushing this shit on me. I don't want to watch it. But it, it is. It's just a lot of like really, I think, hard fought Facebook advertising or um, social media messaging. So Instagram pictures, you know, um, sending out interactive tweets, like, like um, doing polls and stuff. Um, we have a Facebook group, we have Facebook pages, we have Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, everyone's on something trying to like, here's a picture of my cat as Dormammu. Yeah. I fucking like yeah. it and listen to my goddamn podcast. Like, <laughs> for this show, like, we will um, add somebody, like Johnny, uh, we had somebody, uh, we would go to his, like, friends and, like, I'll start interacting with our friends and, like, liking their pictures and stuff and then mm-hmm. they'll see, like, Johnny's picture, like, oh, Johnny yeah no that's, that's, yeah, and the so same thing does kind of you know that that can carry over to you know however because we had a we were doing a facebook for a while and it was it really just kind of ended up like you're saying it looked like the same post over and over again because a lot mm-hmm. of my house looks exactly the same so when i'm yeah. posting hey another one done they they could just think he's posting the same like picture the same over, fucking over. Room. yeah so it's and, and i get that for sure do you guys have like uh certain like roles that you're trying to fill for your podcast like when i talked to josh like you said you know that would be perfect you know you own you own a business do you guys have like things in mind or are you just kind of waiting for them to come at you like oh that would be cool it's kind of well it's, it's kind of like we between the two of us we know so many people like we've met just hundreds of people in our lives so like we know somebody who does just about everything so the, the problem now is kind of figuring out um who does what and if it was not that thing is interesting you yeah know, like not, not everybody's job that we know is going to be an interesting job but it's kind of like we know so many people and then because of those people know people we have people coming in from outside who are like oh i do this like is this interesting like is this, is this a fit for your show like i do this or i've done this or i know somebody who does this like is that a fit for you guys yeah and like well yeah we're now depending on what yeah and, th- and that's why i messaged you like I, I i know you had done your uh your last episode mm-hmm. i don't know if you've aired it yet but i didn't want any i didn't want it to seem redundant like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, no, what? No, construction guy. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's the whole point of our show. Like, that is that is the idea behind this, is that Joe is like, well, people will see, like, oh, that's Derek, he's doing roofing, that's construction. Oh, that's Kevin, he does machining, that's construction. It's all the same. It's all the same thing. It's like, not like, and, like, and, and like, it's like not. Yeah, like, like, your production, like, your jobs couldn't be more different, like, yeah. what you guys do. But from the outside, somebody might view but it. But even, like, in the thing, too, like, even you as a roofer, your job is so much more different from a guy who's a dry, like a drywaller or a finisher oh, or a concrete. You know, 100%. And that's, what, that's the whole point. Is we want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to come in and kind of like plead their case for their job, what their job is, what it means, and why it is different, and whether or not that's a career path they would choose again, or if it's just something like, well, I kind of got stuck doing yeah. this, and it's too late to do anything else now, so here I am. Fuck it. And, and it kind of goes... You know, we didn't really touch on the whole college thing here, but, like, we talked in another episode about, like, people push so hard that you have to go to college, you have to go to college, you have to go to college. If you want to get a job... I mean, it's, it's all we heard our entire our entire lives growing up. Yeah, if, yeah, If you course. don't go to college, you fucked up 
and you, you won't have a job waiting for you. Yeah. And if you do go to college, you will have a job waiting for you. It is like the, the credo that we were fed forever. And yeah, it's, 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 I'm a high school dropout. Yeah, it's either either you go and you get the greatest paying job of all time, or you don't go and you're a fucking loser forever who works in McDonald's. Yeah, so, and then you go to Owen for two years for communications, and that's the end of the road. Yeah. And because because of like what everybody has been taught their entire lives, they automatically like associate certain stigmas to roofing. To everybody thinks the same thing about nurses. Everybody thinks the same thing about Pretty much every yeah, car salesman especially. You know, you're you're a shitey guy, Joe. Yeah, mm-hmm. people think the same thing about every job. So the whole purpose of it is really to just like show you, like, okay, like I we've talked about a ton of stuff that you probably didn't even think we were going to talk about. Oh, and, yeah. And there are going to be people who listen to what you talked about in the past hour and that you have talked to for the last like five years. They're going to say. I never knew that's what he actually did. Or I never yeah. Knew that's what it was really and like. For the longest time, you know, I kind of asked Kayla, you know what I do? And for a while, the answer was no. She had, I mean, she knew I was a roofer, but didn't really know what physically I was doing out there. Yeah, what that meant to, like, be a roofer. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the first time she even got, like, a taste of that, she was sick and she didn't want to be left home alone. And I really needed to work because at this time she was going to school and she wasn't working. And I kind of told her, I was like, well, I don't want to leave you alone, but I got to go to work so you can sleep in the backseat of my car while I work and be comfortable. And she did. And she said she looked up and she watched and seen actually what I was doing, I think, for the first time. Well, I think that this is probably a bad example of like what I was talking about. But I guess, Caitlin, is there anything that you heard today that surprised you that you didn't really know about what he does like, or his job? Um, I think mainly like now learning about like the interactions he has to do with people, especially everybody that works under him. Yeah, see, so even like even like her, who's like the closest person to you, like you you probably ran about work sometimes too. Yep. And like some things that she doesn't know or hasn't known before recently, like there's gotta be tons of people who don't really know anything about what you do. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the same thing with every Every facet Everybody's of everyone's done. career, like yeah. everyone works, everyone works so much harder than we think they do, and I think that's important to realize that everyone is doing, everyone who's working is doing something, whether it looks like they're doing something or not. Like yeah. their job is hard on them in whatever yeah, way. Yeah, whether, whether job or not is they're using hard. their knowledge or right. they're using their backs. Like yeah, everyone's job is specifically hard on them in a very specific way. I think it's important to illuminate that for other people, like that way we can kind of like get a better perspective of that way when you see a guy working on roof, like. That's just some dumb asshole on a roof. Yeah. It's like, well, that's a guy. That, that guy could own that business. That guy could be, you know, working his ass off. You know, his girlfriend could be in the car watching. You know, you don't know. You know yeah. Everyone's job is hard, and I think it's better that we all understand what that means to everybody. Yeah, and the, and that, you know, I think it's, I think it would be cool for people to also understand that, you know, a, an appearance is a big part of it. Like, mm-hmm. guys will walk, you know, homeowners anybody, they'll walk right past me like I don't exist mm-hmm. and go right to. A guy that started for me today who looks like he, you know, the guy who lo- runs the looks, looks like shit, and he'll go right up to him. So, yeah. hey, how are you doing? Yeah, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, I've had them, we've gone to shingle warehouses to pick up supplies, and they'll go and they'll hand, you know, they'll take the receipt and go walk right past me and go and hand it to the <laughs> other guy, and I'll have to walk in. You know, either the guy will take it and hand it right to me, and I give the guy a look, like, yeah, come on, asshole. But <laughs> it, it, I do, I do like yearn for that. That kind of respect because mm-hmm. I really don't as kind of sad as it sounds I don't really get much respect because these guys they're they're not they're not in the line they're not in the position to give it to me for one because they don't care 
Right. Because there aren't many people who are like career focused or, or company focused. You know, they they don't want to help me build my company. They want to build their wallet, and that's that's the end of it. Yeah, you know? we'll and, and that's one. fine, and that's yeah. respectable to a certain extent. You know, company men are definitely much more valuable to me. Yeah, well, as a, as a, com- as a company, I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, it would be cool for people to understand that that yeah, just because I'm young doesn't mean I'm not running the show here. It doesn't mean that I'm not you know I got this under control. Because there's been people who have kind of given me a look like, oh, you're the roofer. Mm, oh, yeah. like, yeah, man, I might be young, but I can, I've been doing it a long time. I mean, eight years out of 25 years is kind of a, I'm not good with yeah, percentages, no, no, but no, it's a long that's time. That's a giant chunk of your life. Yeah, yeah, eight years is a lot longer than I've done any of my career. That's, that's, a, that's a little under a third of your life. There you go. So, I mean, yeah. one third of my waking hours, I've been slapping shingles on. And you had to think the first third of that life, you were also... Basically, the dumbest thing on the planet. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I would have just died. Right, no, right, right, I, think, I think after eight, when you stop being stupid. Even before you could, you've been roofing. Yeah, I've been falling through roofs for a long time. You've <laughs> been yeah, doing stuff in the roofs for a while. Yeah, it wasn't always construction. But I think that that also it's answers your deconstruction. Your last question, which is giving to say, yeah. <laughs> he, he yeah. nailed it. He got. Yeah. He beat you to it. Do you? Is there? A, is there anything you want to plug, man? I mean, I guess I can just plug myself, and if anybody needs a roof or you need roof repairs or, you know, I mean, even if it's something, you know, like a small, you need some vinyl siding, something like that, you know, it's just you got a garage that looks like shit or your house looks like shit and it's not a mansion, you know, because I'm, I'm not a cider, but any kind of roof, it doesn't matter what it is, I, I can I can tackle any kind of roof, but, I don't, you know, I don't want to shamelessly plug myself, but if no, it gets me some work, then... So you can, no, the, the purpose is to plug yourself. No, this is the most of the two people's off anyway. Yeah. Can you, do, can you do apartment work? Like like this? Like, yeah. If, like, if, uh, apartment... You would have to be contracted out, I imagine. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, I can accept. I have, I'm insured and liability. I can, I can do these. I, I build, uh, we're doing some 200 square apartments, which a square is 100 square feet, so 200, 2,000 square foot roofs. And I've done six of those, and we're starting a whole other subdivision of them. So, I mean, I, if I had the time, I could do it myself. Like, I look at a roof, and there's nothing I would ever feel intimidated by that I've done yet on a shingle roof. Maybe a metal roof, maybe something I'm not fluent in, but as far as a shingle roof, you got it. There's no backing down. I can, you know, get up there and do it. Oh, yeah. So, is there a specific way people would reach you then? If yeah, through through Facebook is, is, is perfect. I mean, I do a lot of my business through Gmail. You know, the Google accounts make everything perfect. Like, with you guys setting up yep. the calendar event with you guys, it makes everything so seamless. I always try and get customers hip to, hey, you have a Gmail account? Mm-hmm. You should, you know. <laughs> Twerk the foot, please. Yep. You, your alarm will go off. My alarm will go off. You'll know you're getting a roof that yep. day. You're not going to come out at 6 in the morning freaking out, wondering why I'm there, dropping a dumpster in your driveway. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, on Facebook would be is, is just fine. And it's Weatherby again. Weatherby roofing. Yep. We'll uh, we'll plug it again at the beginning. It'll be in the yep. uh, intro to stuff. But alrighty. Um. Yeah. So that you can find me at Joshua G Justice. You find Joe at I'm the girl with Joe. And Derek, you want to plug your social media? Yeah. At Squidable, or at the Squid Boy Instagram. <laughs> Squidable or the Squid Boy. Perfect. I like it. Um. That's gonna be all then. I hope everybody learned something today. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it.